Well, hello there. It's Dominique Vale here, founder of Invisi Youth Charity and your host for our monthly quick boost of life advice and perspectives with our show Invisi Youth Chat Sessions, Audio Flash Files. Our motto as always is in 20 minutes or less, you'll learn about an empowering tool you can incorporate into your life for more success and joy, especially for Invisive's medically adultish population. But we love all people who are aiming to get the most out of life, so all are welcome. I never thought the day would come that I would be quoting Star Wars on this podcast, but here we go. The ultimate master, well, to me, It would be Yoda, but I'm not a mega fan and I can't 100% confirm that theory, but for today's episode, we will say that Yoda is the premier master. When you think of Yoda, besides his natural cuteness, you think of the masterful phrases of wisdom he'd provide, like, always in motion is the future, and always too there are no more, no less, a master and an apprentice. And there were these sage pieces of advice that we trust because Yoda is a master and that must mean he's gone through all the steps and achieved that full level of greatness. And while that's true, we all know that there was a baby Yoda at one point, and that was a little Yoda mastering his skills. And I'd like to say that I have a little bias to baby Yoda a bit more than the OG, and that's because with Invisi Youth, we teach the mindset that mastering is way better than aiming to be a master. It's a skill set that improves the daily quality of living when you reframe to be mastering in the days in lieu of becoming a master that's reached its peak. Now, let's take a beat as I'm going to pour myself a cup of coffee and open up today's audio flash file. So let's get into it. We are calling today's flash file, Be a Mastering Baby Yoda in Life, Never a Master Yoda. Yeah. Baby Yoda is too cool to not reference in the title as well of this flash file, so we are bringing him full circle. When you look at the difference between being a master and remaining in the mastering phase, the knee-jerk reaction can be, well, one is being successful and the other one is still working towards success, so the latter feels of lesser value. And while that idea of reaching the pinnacle and all your hard work that you're doing to reach the master level is typically seen as the ideal goal, it can also not be the case if you really look into it. At Invisi Youth, we always look a bit deeper at the things that can bring stereotypes of success and joy to young adults. And if we can flip them on their heads and bring new perspectives that can bring alternatives to successful and joyful living, our organization is all for it. For us, the precedent is mastering over being a master. It is so much more valuable to go through life not trying to perfect your skills and perfect the adaptations you need to achieve success. Instead, the emphasis you should make is to continue to look for new updates, new ways of thinking, and overall just newness. When you begin to put more value in change instead of perfection, Your scope of how you approach your way of living and the different hobbies, jobs, or skill sets you have drastically improves. Your level of pressure diminishes because you're not focused on reaching up to a specific end goal. Your enjoyment in the aspect of life you're mastering grows because you're focused on the process. And your quality of the work or life you're mastering will sharpen because you'll be more open to try new things and see if they fit into your way of living. To say to yourself, I want to become a master at my life, 
or a specific job or skill set, you are noting that you have an end goal in sight that you will meet when you reach these levels of success until you get to the place of master. And that is the ultimate goal at the end. But what happens when you get to being that master? You certainly are not going to always be trying out new things because you know what works. You're going to be able to fall to that pressure of wanting to remain perfect at your skill at all the times and never having slip-ups. Think about it. You go on social media and tell people that you've mastered this part of your daily life routine. What happens when you have bad days or major life changes that alter your world? You'll feel like you're not a master anymore, that you'll want to hide that from people because they've associated you as this person that has your stuff together. That's a lot of pressure and fear to maintain. And what about if you keep hitting roadblocks on your quest to the master level of life? You set yourself up for losing that sense of accomplishment on all of the other steps you've been successful in and focus on the inability of reaching an end goal and finality of being a master. You feel like your time, and by association a huge part of your life, was a waste and not worth it because you'll focus on the flaws and inabilities of not being a master at life instead of all of the successful steps you did achieve along that journey. Changing your scope of just doing life to saying, I want to be mastering my life in the daily, it makes living so much better. How I've approached this mindset technique when teaching people through Invisi's worth is to emphasize that we spend more days on the journey in life than at the actual finish lines and winning end goals. So why would you want to focus on the ending of master level elitism instead of just improving yourself more and more on all of the days around you? It's valuable to go through life trying to not perfect your skills, perfect the adaptations you need for success. Perfect leads to moments of euphoria, but lulls of frustration when it's not achieved on a constant basis. This mindset is crucial when you're living with a chronic illness or disability as a young person when goal setting and achieving can feel like a lost art form at times. Mastery becomes this sort of requirement that you need to hit specific benchmarks to accomplish. Like getting point shoes in ballet requires X amount of hours and X amount of years of training and a list of techniques and skills that you've learned. The idea of checking off benchmarks, moving past them one by one, and then getting to the end goal of becoming a master isn't quite as easily obtainable when you live with the unpredictable health struggles or a disability you need to adapt to. Benchmarks can feel fleeting with chronic illness or disability because you deal with flare-ups or setbacks that push benchmarks further away or make you stumble backwards to a level you thought you've already succeeded in and passed. And that can make the mindset of being a master at life feel more unrealistic and ultimately super disheartening. You can feel that subconscious voice and hear it in your head telling you, well, if I didn't have this illness or disability, I'd be able to be perfect at this thing. Or I'm never going to be able to be the best at something because my health is always going to prohibit me training or progressing to a level I want. And let's be real, those mindsets are super melancholy and why the heck would you want to feel that way on a daily basis? When you reframe and look at your actions in life as choosing to stay in a state of action, of progression, rather than checking off skills and choosing the finish line, 
you are choosing to have a mindset of growth, evolving evolution of yourself and bouncing between those benchmarks in a way that's also flexible to your health needs. Mastering gives you time and patience for your mind and health. And it also allows you the benefits of becoming a master at life without the perfectionism stressors. Now that I've told you the why, I'm going to explain the how and the techniques here to take those steps to achieve this end goal we've been talking about in your life. And to do that, let's open up our Invisiouth Galaxy Glossary to its latest edition, Reject the Perfect Master Syndrome. This perspective noun is the reframed mindset on the concept that mastery is equivalent to sustained success and happiness. It is the conceptualization that consistent momentum and mastering towards improvements is better, mentally and lifestyle-wise, than stagnant mastery of an activity or skill set. And with any needed adaptations to daily life, this reframe diminishes a recurrence of negative emotions of one's present and health present self and their health status. When sharing this teaching with you, I'm going to remind you that it's a perspective noun meaning that this is less about doing certain steps and actions in your daily life to create improvements, but rather a reframe of your perspective on the actions you already take and the skills you're already interested in. The perspective, the changing of the colored glasses you're wearing to look at the life you already look at, that is the focus. So when we think about steps to achieving Reject the Master Syndrome, You want to first acknowledge the moment of self-doubt or angst you feel when your work towards achieving a skill set gets hindered. Then you pause that thought and you reframe it into a mastering way of approaching the action. Now you're going to do something that seems odd to boosting your mood. You're going to remind yourself where the imperfections are that made you feel inadequate. Yeah, I want you to think about those roadblocks about what is becoming those roadblocks too towards your perfect end goal in that moment, even if it is something your chronic illness or disability cannot adapt to. By acknowledging the imperfections in your attempt, you're recognizing a fault, and that allows you to then find an aspect of that imperfection you can then work on that's realistic and tangible. You pick an element of that full roadblock that works in your capacity and that's the step you take forward and continue on in your mastery with this syndrome and visit is teaching you we need to constantly pause the thoughts making you want to be stagnant and frustrated and instead find the elements you can change or try out to keep pushing and keep going towards your mastering of the skill set or even just mastering the day ahead of you When you adjust your scope of viewing your situation and instead allow yourself to acknowledge what in that exact moment is causing you to not be a step closer to a master level, you're reframing to focus on the journey as a full experience, and that's mastering. Think of it this way. With a chronic illness in daily life, you don't focus on the cure, but rather you focus on the life journey you are living and the adaptations and health adjustments you can do during that journey to be mastering your life. You let the scientists work on the potential master of life with chronic illness. As we're coming to an end of this lesson on Invisi's audio flash files, I'm going to tell you a quick story about my life. And, esta es una historia sobre el hecho de que hablo un poco de español. 
Or in English, it's a story about the fact that I speak a little Spanish. But the reason I will never say I'm fully fluent or bilingual. So I studied Spanish, even got my Spanish minor in university. But my, a portion of my chronic illnesses has affected my memory, and neurological pain can sometimes make me stutter if I'm speaking too much. When I would try to work in Spanish, it can affect my fluency. And the type A perfectionist in me always hated that because I felt like I wasn't a master at a language I had been studying for years. At a job of mine where my boss needed me to read and write emails in Spanish, I felt that I couldn't use my Spanish legitimately in front of people because they'd hear my flops while talking and realize I wasn't a master at it, that my health struggles presented hindrances for me. But my boss told me something. She said, no one cares if you're perfect as long as you try and know how to fill in your faults. That was a light bulb moment and a reframe to go into the mindset of rejecting the master and focusing on mastering Spanish. I know with my health that brain fogging and memory loss can make me forget Spanish words or phrases easily. So to try and strengthen that, I watch telenovelas and football on Telemundo which is the correct way to watch football or soccer, if you ask me. Each week, I'll watch something in Spanish, like Elite or Scam España, with subtitles in English and Spanish. I do that to increase my language fluency, but I also will tell clients and other people beforehand that my level of Spanish isn't fully bilingual, so bear with me when some English phrases pop up or I confuse some words. I remove that pressure from myself because I am mastering the language at all times. Because I'm mastering it, I can have constant room to grow, and that gives me ease to be growing in my speech and enjoying an entire sector of entertainment and media that is Spanish. Plus, I can officially tell any professors I had that I am a permanent student of the language because I am mastering it. I enjoy the process of growth instead of stalemating at a master class level. It allows me to take the fear of using Spanish away and allows me to enjoy it as I grow without any of the fears. Now, before I get going and pulling out some of my um, more Spanish or recommendations of what to watch, we're going to check out of story time and go back into the lesson. We're more like the end of this file, so we're wrapping it up. And with every audio flash file for InvisiYouth, and with all of our resources, I'm going to remind you of something again. We encourage you to try our life-improving tools and mindsets and disagree if it doesn't work for you. Fall anywhere on the agree or disagree spectrum with this life-improving resource to see how well it integrates into your way of life. Adjust to what works for you. Our final thought, or what we'll call our final drip of knowledge to close the file, is this. To choose to no longer aim at being a master at skills and elements of your life is not throwing in the towel on your own greatness. It's recognizing that the end goal doesn't hold as much value as the journey. It's recognizing that the process of mastering, the journey of mastering, means just as much when measuring your skills and talents. You can remain in growth and develop parts of yourself when you are mastering in a way that doesn't make perfectionist the finality of being a master at something, which sometimes you can't do. 
And when adapting life to your chronic illness or disability, reframing your perspective to adjusting the little elements to keep on mastering in a positive, constructive framework versus a judgmental and frustrating one is ideal. Mastering and being a master are of equal value, and it's just one is stagnant with goals and the other one is flowing, and we suggest the latter. I hope you've gotten some practical mindset advice and perspective for that all-important non-medical aspect of your life with chronic illness and disability. And like we always say with InvisiYouth, adapt and thrive so you can keep carving that lane of success and joy for yourself in all of its rebellious game-changing glory. Make sure you are subscribed to the InvisiYouth chat sessions. Like and comment on this episode, please. It helps us. Share it with some friends and come back when I pull out another audio flash file. Chat soon!